0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Pilot's Guide podcast, a show where I, John, and my co-host, Sean... Hello. Sound out. There he is. Uh, review and recap streaming service original pilot television episodes this week... We are joining together to talk about The Haunting of Blind Manor, which is not technically a pilot episode because The Haunting of Hill House came out in 2018 or 2019. Uh, but this is a standalone, seasonal-based story. Uh, so it's sort of its own thing, so we can sort of treat it separately. I'll explain a little bit more in a second. Uh, for those of you that are joining us today to listen... If you would be so kind as to hit subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to us on. Uh, you could also connect with us on Twitter at PilotsGuidePod or send us an email at PilotsGuidePod at gmail.com. Anyway, uh, let us get into it. Sean? Yes, sir. First off, how are you doing today, buddy? Not too shabby. I oh, too I shabby. did my civic duty
1: a week ago yeah. and I'm hoping you all did too.
0: I am I am going to be a day of voter Personally, nice. but that is just, uh, that's just how I, how I roll, I guess. It's too late to mail in. I mean, by now the, the election, if you're listening to this, the election is over. Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> so hopefully, um, hopefully there's was good some- outcomes. Wink, wink. Uh, yes. So good. Love to hear that you're practicing your voter efficacy. Um, Blind Manor, like I I just said a minute ago, is the second season kind of in the Hill House or the the haunting of, I don't know what it's technically called, anthology series. So there was the Haunting of Hill House, which if you'd like to listen to us recap that, that was our third episode of Pilot's Guide, I think, ever. So if you want to go back in time and hear how Sean and I sounded when we used to record in person. Yes. uh, You can enjoy that. But this is its own thing, came out middle of October, and uh, we've been meaning to get together to record, but we've both been kind of strapped with things, so we're finally putting it out right now. Um, Still technically our spooky season in Pilot's Guide, even though this is in November for you, but that's fine. It's October 29th right now while we record, and the season couldn't be spookier. So let's get into it a bit. And Bly Manor. On on
1: Netflix, yeah. Bly Manor, it has, like, its own, like, tile, I guess you could call it. Like, it's not combined with Haunting of Hill House, and it's not, like... It doesn't oh. say that there's two seasons. Like, when I clicked okay. on it, it says it's its only season, and there's however many episodes. So, like, it's not combined with Hill House. It's, like, its own thing.
0: Got it. And as far as our criteria is concerned of our... Clear for takeoff, crash landing. I think we just like think about: does this get another season or not? Does it get another anthology series? I guess or not. We can sort of put it that way. But again, this is not technically a long-standing uh, seasonal situation. This is a this is a one and done, wrapped up story. Ten episodes, Netflix. Um, and we're gonna go talk about it now. So we'll open up with our first segment, the Kowalski Analysis Report. Kowalski, ring that bell, brother. Ding dong, bing bong. Thanks, little buddy. And let's start off with some characters. Sean, who do we got? Who are our major players? Our major players for this
1: show, the show, main main character, is Danny Clayton. Mm-hmm. And that is played by Victoria Pedretti. Um, Danny is an American woman in—is in, it England? Yeah, yeah. In in England, and she goes to work in the town or city—I don't know, whatever you want to call it—of Bly. And she didn't really get into why she moved to England. She was mm-hmm. a teacher in the states. Um, she worked with like little kids, uh, hence ending up babe- not being a nanny for yeah. two kids, which we'll introduce in a second. But um, she was lo- she was on the prowl for a <laughs> nanny job, and mm-hmm. she found this f- ad flyer from like six months ago that right. was put out by. I forget his name. Was it...
0: Henry? Henry Wingrave? Was it him? Henry Wingrave, yes. And they were discussing, like, why has this ad been up
1: for so long? Mm -hmm. And it turns out the last nanny was a goner. She died. And Henry claims that they couldn't find a nanny because people are superstitious in England, apparently. And... Danny decided to take the job. Is that a good Is that a good thing? We don't uh, know. Yeah, we don't knows. know. Uh, talk about our two kids that Danny is nannying.
0: Sure, sure. So, so I will also mention. So Henry Wingrave is the the guy that put the the ad into the paper. He's like a businessman, and he is the uncle of the two kids that. Uh, Danny will be taken care of Uh, they are named Flora and Miles a a young girl and a young boy um, about 10 and let's say 7 or 8 Flora being the younger of the two Um, they do not have their parents their parents are also goners um, and Henry is like look nobody wants to take care of these kids uh, like a situation and and Henry is very uh averse to giving Danny the position but Danny sort of backs him down ultimately in the in the first you know 15 20 minutes of the show to put herself in this position to become this nanny at this really pretty mansion um flora and miles are like pretty typical horror uh TV show or movie like kids very yeah strange in the things that they say flora always says perfectly splendid (laughs) and miles pale skin yeah they have pale skin miles is a kind of a creeper he watches danny change at one point and like doesn't feel bad about it
1: and gave danny a butterfly hair clip that belonged to the nanny that died last yes spooky stuff man spooky
0: stuff Lock, and locks her, and they lock her in the closet. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Oh boy! Um, should note that she doesn't. She does have a name, the former nanny. Uh, she, for as what we might know, she might be a ghost uh, in the show, Miss Jessel. So, if we talk about Miss Jessel as the former nanny at all, then you know that that's who we're talking about. That was the one who died. I didn't even know that. There the more, you go. Y-
1: the more you know.
0: The more you know. Um, Sean, who are our other, there, there's a, only a, a handful of other, really yeah. like the, the groundskeepers at Bly Manor, I would say, are who we should add here. Um,
1: so we have, the first one that we meet is Owen, he works for Henry Wingrave, um, he sort of, he does a little bit of everything, he, he's he been studying becoming a chef, uh, he cooks for everybody throughout the episode. Um, he drove Danny, he picked up Danny where, he picked up Danny wherever. He, to,
0: p- he picked her up from wherever her hostel was and yeah, like, took her to the,
1: to the place. To the mansion. And, uh, and that's pretty much it with Owen. Owen, mm-hmm. just a cook and. He's a sick mom. But, uh, yeah. And he has a sick mom that he claims is getting better, but uh, the next character we're going to talk about claims that he's been leaving (laughs) earlier and earlier every day. Uh, Who would that be? Mrs. Gross. I don't really know what her job is. Like, Mm -hmm. she's just around. Did they even say, like, what her she's just, like, around? I don't know.
0: It's a, it's kind of tough for me to think. Maybe she's like I know I, I know that, that Danny's the 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 real caretaker, but maybe Mrs. Gross is like some sort of auxiliary teacher type of thing. I mean these kids it's not like these kids go to school. Like she could just be some sort of an attendant yeah. or or something and she hangs out there or, and or something.
1: Speaking of school, um the mansion also has its own quote classroom with yes. with two desks and uh Henry Wingrave uh, instructed Danny to try and teach the kids. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that there will be an episode with that in it.
0: Yeah, well, and Danny's a former teacher, so she should have it wrapped up, right? You would think. Um, I think that's everybody. There is a character that sort of has a title. Um, the Lady of the, the Lake... Is that what she's called? Uh, Is it, like, spooky ghost woman that comes out of the literal, like, pond in their backyard? So, wait, what? When? No, I, in the, in well, in the beginning of the show, there's, like, a clip at the very start where, like, a head's poking out of the water. Oh, I don't, I didn't even put those pieces together. But, um,
1: I know they said, uh, Miles and Flora's mm-hmm. parents... I thought that there was like one scene where there was a lot of talking and it was hard to follow. But mm. I thought that they were saying that the reason that Henry's uncle or Henry's uncle, Miles and Flora's uncle is in charge of them is because their father mm-hmm. left the wife and then the wife went in the lake to kill herself. Mm. So. Okay. That, that's well, that what, that's what a, I got out of it. I gives could, us an idea.
0: Yeah, I could be could be touchy on that, so I don't know. Unfortunately I do not have the correct answer in my notes, and it's been a bit since I watched the show, but um yeah, I, I, I think there is a there is a spooky woman in the lake. There is a point in time where there are wet footprints in the house. And talk so about then is spooky. Talk
1: about um the guy on the balcony or the parapet oh, yes. or I yes. I
0: don't really know how to describe like what happened there. There is one scene um and a presumably important character that is introduced to us only for a short time uh where Danny is walking the kids back inside from their little uh day outside expedition and um she looks up onto one of the balconies of the building and there's just a like a youngish man who's looking at her and Danny sort of just like gets a wide-eyed stare and, like, her mouth opens a little bit, and she, like, very slowly waves at this man. And then she takes her eyes off of him for a second, and he's gone. And that's that's Spooky. it for him. Um, IMDB says his name is Peter, and he's important. So, don't know what he's doing. But, hey, he's there, too. We'll figure it out. We will absolutely figure it out. What um, about does it for our characters, unless I missed one.
1: I think that's everything.
0: I think that's right, everything.
1: Well, yeah. What's our next bit?
0: All right. So, so let's let's be chill about this. Just go just go through go through the plot here. Yes. I'll let you start. Give me the give me the dish. Give me the the major plot points and and I'll fill in the gaps. Don't don't need to set a timer. Just, you know, be uh Chill. Be brief. Be yeah. brief.
1: So, main character's Danny. She's an American looking for a job in England. Runs a aclo- runs across a flyer that has been out for a while looking for a nanny to nanny two kids out in Bly which is sort of the countryside they call it. Uh, Danny inquires about it, meets Henry Wingrave who has a niece and nephew, Miles and Flora. They're parents one passed away supposedly and one ran away that's what I got out of it mm-hmm. um and we didn't talk about this in the intro- uh, character introductions but Danny has I don't know if it's a problem it is a pro- <laughs> it is a, a problem a, it is a problem but whenever she so we we first learn in when we see her in her hostel she has all of her mirrors covered in sheets and that is because whenever she looks at a reflection or in a mirror she gets a spooky like a actually pretty creepy like ghost figure that mm-hmm. is always staring back at her and it's always like a jump scare in the show and it freaked me out but mm-hmm. that's that yeah. so she's always got to she's got to avoid reflections and mirrors um and i I'm going to pause right here because I thought, yeah. so, like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, she was seeing those reflections in the beginning of the show before she even knew Miles and Flora. And, like, later on in oh, the yeah. episode, I thought that those reflections were because of oh, Flora's no,
0: no. dolls and stuff. So No, no, no. I, I don't know. I, I'm it's making me think. She absolutely has some baggage. Uh, early on, we we have she has a phone call with her mother um, because her mom's like, "Oh, are you coming back to America?" Because it's been x amount of months that you've been gone, and she was like, "I got a job being a nanny or whatever," and she's like, and then her mom says something along the lines of, "You can't keep running from whatever you're running from." Yeah. Um. So there is presumably a reason that she fled the United States or a reason that she couldn't stay there, Uh, whether it's whoever this spooky specter that we see in the mirror, if it's somebody close to her that died or somebody that she accidentally killed or killed on purpose. a, A lot of theories to go into about who that person is, but we do know that, that is likely the reason that she is no longer in the United States and it is something that has followed her metaphorically in a sense from the US to to England. So Spooky Spectre is uh, is there and it's going to bother her several times throughout the show when she comes across mirror or a reflection in a car window or something else. Dun dun dun. Um, after so after she gets the job yeah. Um yeah, Owen picks her up. We meet Owen. He's cool. He's a nice guy. He th- he hates Bly. He's like this place sucks. Everyone lives here <laughs> for their entire lives and they die. Kinda like I want to get out of here. Kind of like Delko, yeah. go <laughs> strong. Um he wants to get out, become a chef, uh but he's sort of stuck attending to Flora and uh and Miles because they don't have parents to cook for them. And um He's just a really good guy, and that's, like, sort of his deal. Um, drops Danny off at Bly Manor, and uh, Danny pulls up. She Well, she says, can I walk the rest of the way because it's so beautiful <laughs> here? And she pulls up on uh, on the old lake side or pond side and finds uh, Miss Flora singing some sort of song and um, playing with a little, like, w- stick effigy. That she that.
1: places all around
0: the property. Mm-hmm. It did so this is the first time we meet Flora, what's like her what's a little give a give a little bit more about about that interaction between the two.
1: It's just like the, she's they're really proper. Like mm-hmm. when you I don't know how to describe it is the right word. Like yeah, like she's she's really proper. She's got the accent and everything. <laughs> like it's just and she seems really like educated, I guess you could say, for her age. She, sure. She's she's younger than Miles. I think they said Miles was nine years old or something like that. Mm. And I I don't know. She just seems smarter than she should be.
0: Miss Jessel must have done a good job, I suppose. I don't know.
1: Maybe, but um, yeah, that interaction. Um, they introduce each other. She's mm-hmm. making the creepy mud stick and twig doll. <laughs> and, yep. And um, I don't. They went. Was that when there was the scene with the head coming out of the water? No, was no, that, no. It was, was that like, like the way, f- like literally in the beginning. It was like
0: literally the first. 30 seconds of the okay. show which i think was a clip from like later on or from the past kind of confusing where that fell on the timeline but i, I don't know it's just to show you that something spooky is is in that water yeah and um i think after they meet each other they go over to miles or yeah something they head like. to the house head yeah. to the house to meet miles um and he's just kind of a you know Prim and proper kind of lad. Yeah, they're both very similar. They're de- uh, This will play into the theories
1: later, but mm-hmm. Miles and Flora—they're definitely like working together on something spooky because <laughs> yeah. the,
0: the last scene kind of gives sure, it away. sure. Um, the the middle of the show was a lot of um, a lot of like, her just connecting with the kids. Uh, yeah. I think it's interesting to point out. Um, we have a scene right before the first night, uh, where, uh, everyone's gathered around the dinner table and, uh, they're all going to eat there. They're bangers and mash or whatever the the heck they're, they're having. And, uh, miss, Mrs. Uh, Gross, who don't really know our situation says, oh, I don't really want to eat. I never really have an appetite. Just so an interesting thing. There are multiple scenes where they're trying to have food, and Mrs. Gross never eats she's anything. A she's a mummy. She's a mummy. She's an ancient Egyptian mummy, Tutankhamen or whatever. His name. <laughs> um, So that's an interesting factoid about Mrs. Gross. Um, but let's talk about this first night. So when she's putting the kids to bed, Miles is like, "Okay, good night." Like I'm going to go to sleep now because I'm a little lad, <laughs> and then he goes into floor. She go or Danny goes into Flora's room. Yeah, talk about the dolls. Talk about the dolls in the dollhouse.
1: Um, this Flora's got like this big ass dollhouse takes up like a quarter of her room, and sh- she plays with it almost every night before she goes to bed, mm-hmm. and it. The camera pans across the dollhouse and you see, like, the dolls. They're not, like, dolls you would imagine. They're, like, mm-hmm. creepy-looking. And yeah. and then there's, like, one that's supposed to be Danny, one that's supposed to be Flora and Miles. But, like, the creepy ones are all placed throughout the house. Mm-hmm. And it obviously is gonna be, like, the, the, quote, ghosts or whatever is gonna happen throughout the episodes... Oh, yeah. And um, then there's one that
0: Danny goes to pick up, and it... Uh, th- did they say that it's their mom? Oh, no. It's just a faceless doll, it, a woman. It might they, It might be... I'm trying to remember what, what Flora called it, but she's like... I don't even know.
1: Yeah. It, there's one, one, Oh wait. I think it was supposed to be the last... Yeah, it was supposed to be the last nanny... Sure. The, the, and when we say dolls, they're like three inches, not not three. Yeah, inches, yeah, like tiny, like tiny things. They're small, not dolls. Barbies. Yeah, the um Danny goes to pick up the one doll that was underneath of a Bira, and Flora like sits up in her bed all creepily and goes, mm-hmm. she has to be kept underneath of there or something. Leave along there. The, Yeah, something along those lines, and Danny was just like. All right, I'm not effing with that. It can stay <laughs> there. And I'm not sure what happened the rest of that night.
0: Um. um well, I, uh, Flora tells her the instructions.
1: Yeah, Flora, like, strictly told Danny, don't leave your room in the middle of the night. No reason, just don't, and promise her. And Danny's like, I can't promise you that. And yep. Yep. And then. I do what I want. (laughs) Yeah. And then Flora talked her into Danny saying that she wouldn't leave it for just tonight. But what did she do?
0: Mm -hmm. She lied. Because Danny really badly wants to learn how to make tea and like tea. So she goes down in the middle of the night to make tea. (laughs) And um, something spooky is afoot. Uh... (laughs) Honestly, and, and like that's kind of it. It's a very, like, muted scene. Yep. Uh, black and white. Uh, she's making tea, and... She hears, uh, she, she hears
1: creaking. Mm-hmm.
0: And she never sees anything. Uh, the tea kettle scares her. It goes off. And she's like, oh, I'm gonna wake the kids. Um, which Flora does reprimand her and says, I knew you were out of your room. But she doesn't say that until the morning. Uh, but when Danny is heading back to her room with the cup of tea or whatever, uh, we do see a figure, like, rotate a bit at, it, like, one of the doors, it, but we don't know really what it is. It's like
1: one of those creepy, long, crow, f- crow yes. masks. Plague doctor. Yeah, it was creepy. It's rather spooky. But but nothing happened.
0: Nothing happened. Um, the next day, we should point out, there is a an area of the house that the children are not supposed to go into much uh like the red room from the Haunting of Hill House One. Um, but it's just like a section of the house where I think their parents died or their parents used to like yeah. their room was and all the attendants are like, don't go in there. Um and the kids don't go in there. I think I think it was where the last nanny died. Eh uh, yeah. Or it was, you know, somebody something someone, happened there that was that was someone died bad. or something
1: bad happened.
0: <laughs> right. Um and when they're after they're outside for their for their nature lesson or whatever when Danny sees the man in the parapet she's like, "Oh, that's the part of the house that you're not supposed to go into." And Danny, of course, goes into it. Um No
1: hesitation.
0: <laughs> no hesitation at all. Opens the door, goes through a bedroom that is covered in sheets, kind of like that one one room in Harry Potter where Harry finds the big mirror, but uh she goes on the balcony. And on the balcony, she finds one of those little effigies from uh, that Flora made, which implies that Flora was going where she wasn't supposed to go. But Danny, like, picks it up and takes it. But you're not supposed to do that, bro. That thing is like a protector. But Danny's like, I'm so pissed off at Flora because she did. She broke the rules um, and goes and, like, throws it in Flora's face. And Flora's like, you shouldn't have moved that. I can't believe you've done this. The disresponct. The disrespunct. Um, and then we get night two, which is the, probably the impactful... The probably the
1: most crazy night. Go go for it. Go for it. Um, uh, Miles was, like, being weird when mm-hmm. they were going to say goodnight. And uh, I don't remember exactly what happened, but... Uh, he was just,
0: like, looking out the window?
1: Yeah, he was like... Yeah, 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 you just... Okay, so I kind of remember what happened now. Um, mm-hmm. Miles was, like, staring out the window while Danny was talking to him, trying to get him to go to bed, and he was still, like, m- murmuring these weird, like, lines. And Flora, Flora and uh Miles' room are, like, connected by a bathroom or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the doors between their rooms are open, and Flora yells in, Stop being weird, Miles. <laughs> and You're such a creep. <laughs> <laughs> and then Miles, uh, he, like, starts to head for bed or something like that. And then Danny mm-hmm. goes to talk to Flora, tells her to stop playing with her dolls. And then Um Flora gets in bed mm-hmm. and Danny starts picking up the dolls and whatnot. And then Danny... So... And- I'm trying to get this in the in the right order of events mm-hmm. because it's probably like most important. Yeah. Um, once Flora stops playing with her dolls, Danny goes to tuck her into bed, tucks her in, mm-hmm. and Danny goes to pick up all of Flora's dolls and out of nowhere she kicks the doll that she kicks a doll that that is supposed to be the dead nanny and then the camera goes to Flora just creepily sitting up in bed and that's when I knew shit was gonna get real cause like that look by Flora um, it was just the spook master Hmm. then I think Miles showed up behind Danny and then Miles is like Can you go in Flora's closet and get my fan or something like that?
0: I can't sleep without my fan. I need my white noise. Yeah. I'm a a over... I don't even know the word I'm looking for. (laughs) Pampered. He's a pampered pooch. Yes. Um, She goes
1: in there. Danny goes into the closet. Kind of skeptical. Very Mm -hmm. skeptical, actually. Um, Miles goes, Oh, it must be in the back underneath the clothes. (laughs) And then she goes back in the closet more. And keep in mind, there is a big mirror in the closet.
0: Covered by a sheet. Oh, no, it's not. No, it wasn't.
1: She tried to.
0: She did. She did try to.
1: But Miles and Flora lock Danny.
0: Gotcha. (laughs) April Fool's.
1: (laughs) They lock Danny in the closet. And then... Uh, turns out Danny is very claustrophobic. Plus, she's... uh, Maybe that, or she just, like, knew that that mirror was in there, and she didn't want to deal with that. Yeah, it was going to trigger her. It was one of those obvious scares. It wasn't a jump scare or anything, but the figure was in the mirror. It was creepy. Mm -hmm. The show did get loud. Mm -hmm. And... uh, I have to give credit to Victoria Pedretti. Oh, yeah. That was a very good scene,
0: very good acting. Oh, yeah, the dread the dread was there. She was, like, absolutely screaming at the top of her lungs, like, let me out, let me out, um, to both the kids. And the kids. the kids are saying, we can't undo the lock on the door. You're stuck in there. We can't do it. It's not working. The key. <laughs> it's like, okay, kids. Um... She passes out. Yeah, after seeing that ghost. Yep. And then the kids just like later open the door.
1: Yeah, I I want I'm curious how long she was passed out for because like Mm -hmm. when they opened it, I thought it was going to be like daytime, but it was still the middle of the night.
0: Yeah, we don't know. But she's like, you pieces of garbage, (laughs) let me out of here.
1: She was like, uh, when they let her out, she was like, we'll talk about this in the morning. And then that was uh, go to bed.
0: Um, but she goes downstairs. Yeah, and, and the door is open, the main when door. She saw what? She saw some footprints, right? Some, some yeah, muddy some footprints. Water. Yeah. So she's like, the kids went outside. They locked me in a closet and went outside, um, and it's like super spooky and misty and like foggy outside. And and Danny runs out, runs out and just like surveys the area because remember, like she's heard at night like this this, was this story about this spooky woman coming out of the lake i don't know um and friggin' nothing's there but then she turns around and looks up in the mirrors and our two kids flora and miles are looking down at her from their room and cut to credits
1: Miles in Florida are just thinking, you fool Florida. Oh, (laughs) god damn it. I was trying so hard not to say that this episode because there was a scene where they were, where Flora said, I want to go to Florida just because it sounds like, yeah, she was like, just because it sounds
0: like my name. (laughs) Oh, true. She does say that. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they have two. There are two wonderful kids in the show, Miles and Flo Rida. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, they, they do the spooky thing and they look at her from the window and then that's, uh, that's the end of that. Um, we left a little meat on the bone. There's a, there's a scene or two that, that you know we didn't talk about. There's, a, there's a, a part where, uh, where Danny learns a little bit more about Mrs. Gross at like the little church sanctuary that's like on the premises of the property and how mrs gross was fond of of miss jessel at least as a friend and always lights a candle for the dead because that's what you're supposed to do and mrs gross who's probably dead uh probably (laughs) lights a candle for herself but who knows um and then a little bit more about owen probably in there but yeah spooky kids Locked then, in closet. And then um, Flow
1: rider comes in, he goes, Welcome to my house. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs>
0: my house. <laughs> uh, yeah, that
1: pretty much sums it up.
0: Yeah. That's uh that's that. So likes and dislikes, Sean. Um, what do you got? Um I thought it was like the uh, I don't know how to
1: put it, I thought it was like the perfect introduction episode. There wasn't it wasn't confusing at all there was one scene I was a little critical of it was like um, it might have been the narrator talking I think it was the narrator mm-hmm. talking about what happened to miles and Flora's mom it kind of just went on for like a little too long I kind of got confused but um, I love the range of the characters I thought yeah. I thought the n- not diversity but just like it was I don't know. I thought it was cast perfectly. It was good acting all around. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I like the story. I'm going to keep watching this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, definitely very, very clean opening. Um, did, you know, did its job in like making you wonder a lot of stuff, but didn't leave you feeling like there were too many holes in what the things that they introduced. Of course, there are big questions. You know, why is she in England? What happened to the previous nanny? What's up with these kids? Why are they weird? <laughs> but that's like they laid that out for you in a, in a in a great way. So they did that. I we didn't even point out though that like the first five minutes of the show, the device that they use to convey this story is like this old woman who is at a wedding.
1: Oh yeah. We didn't
0: even talk about that. That's really weird. I completely forgot about that. Me too. Um, but there's like a, it's like somebody like two, this couple is getting married and is going to hang out in this house for the night, wherever they are. Maybe they were at Bly Manor. I, I, I don't know, but there's like this sort of strange old woman who I think was one of the actresses from Haunting of Hill House one. Um, and, like, everybody that was at the reception is, like, having a drink after the, after, maybe, I thought it was a practice dinner. I don't know if they actually got, like, married or if they are recently uh, married or something. But this woman is like, y'all want to know a ghost story? I have a ghost story. And they're like, okay, we've got nothing else to do, so tell us a story. And then it's this woman conveying this Bly manner. uh plot i guess to these people so we're probably going to have some cutbacks between the that world well at least at the end i would think at the end of the last episode we probably get like and that's the story and then we cut back to the people that are there and it's like that's a pretty spooky story or like something silly like that but i don't think they're going to be too important but i still think there's like probably some connection between the lady um the lady that's telling a story and one of the characters in the actual show. Maybe she's Flora. Maybe she's Danny. Maybe she's neither. I don't know. I know we're we're not talking about theories right now, but I think the way that they introduce the whole thing, and just it's just a woman telling a ghost story, mm-hmm. is kind of cool because that's, they didn't really do that in in Haunting of Hill House, the first the first season of this uh, anthology series.
1: Hmm. Interesting. I completely forgot about that
0: beginning. It's easy to forget, for sure, because it's, you know, there and gone, and then you're fully engaged in oh, yeah. the Danny plot. Exactly. Huh. I think what they did with the sound in this was very good, too, because there were a lot of, like, dead silences yeah. that prep you and, like, make you feel on edge and make you think that there's going to be a jump scare, but there really aren't... Like I mean, you see the guy in the mirror. That's kind of a jump scare, not in the most traditional sense. At some
1: points, yeah, but it wasn't awful,
0: right? But you definitely felt like, oh, something's about to happen, and not necessarily anything happens. So the way that they're able to just like make you feel that way every time is definitely like a primer from our culture of watching these shows. But the the again, the lack of sound just like it's makes puts you on edge, especially the scene with the teapot. Yes, Cause, yeah,
1: because they made you forget about the teapot just like she did. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought was impressive.
0: Right, it's like a sound, a sound jump scare. Um, um, what else you got? I thought, like the the refl- the ghost
1: that she's seeing in her reflections, mm-hmm. I, I can be like a little critical towards because, like. It, it was scary, don't get me wrong. Right. But, like, the actual, like, look of him, it was it did like, he didn't even look that scary. It was just, like, you knew he was a ghost, you knew he was, like, after her, but, like, mm-hmm. he just wasn't even that scary looking. Maybe Maybe if I, like, search up a picture of it and, like, get a better look, I'll be like, oh, never mind, that's pretty scary, but I don't know. It was just, sure. like... Cause like when he pops up, the, like the sound gets loud, and you're like, "Oh god!" Well, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if there was. I, uh, it's I, just big I I, glowing eyes. Yeah, I, I wish. I wish it was a little more scary, and I hate sure. scary stuff.
0: Sure, sure.
1: I mean, we haven't seen the what the plague doctor guy looks like. He can be really
0: spooky. True. And the amount of dolls that Flora has—that
1: should mean that there's a lot more coming.
0: Yeah, it made me think of um uh, when we watched the when we watched what was it the the show last year with the little girl and the and the zombie head and she had like the big uh, oh my God what on dollhouse? YouTube? no 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 no, it was on shutter it was um it was that uh, anthology series I know I know, what I I know exactly what you're talking about I'm gonna look it up but did you did you have any dislikes like blatant dislikes um
1: Not really blatant, but I just thought that that scene in, like, the little chapel with the candles, um, I thought that that was kind of poorly executed because Mm. the scene where Danny noticed, like, there was light in the window, you know what I'm talking about, it kind of looked like there was a fire going on in there.
0: But yeah, then, yeah, t- yeah.
1: she went in, and it turned out to be candles that were lit. There was no way that those four tiny candles were making that much light in that window. That's I fair. thought I thought that I was kind of like, I, like, what's going on here? And um, I don't know. I just feel like that scene was kind of unnecessary. But that's just that's me. Fair.
0: The show was called Creep Show, by the way. That was uh, the show that we watched oh, with man. the little the little dollhouse. Um, yeah, I, I can I can agree that that scene was definitely like if there's one character that we don't know a lot, a lot about... Mrs. Um, Gross. Definitely Mrs. Gross. Um, and so, like,
1: that scene, too, I thought for sure that we were going to learn about Mrs. Gross. But that literally taught us, like, barely anything about her. Mm-hmm.
0: Besides she's of faith. That's true. That's true. It's a woman of faith. Um also confused why the mom isn't like more mad because this her daughter is like there and said she was only going to be there for x amount of time and just like lets her take this job but i guess you can't really control your your daughters especially when they're when they're grown and they can do whatever they want but eh i there was i feel like there should have been a little more conveyed about her life in america even if it was just like a couple more minutes but again really like nitpicky thing uh to to say there there wasn't a whole lot wrong with it like i said very clean opening um and definitely got the ball rolling to uh some total scares uh in the next coming episodes you got anything else before we before we talk predictions i'm ready to scoot along let us scoot then so this is the part of the podcast where Sean and I talk about the things that we believe will be coming up in the future episodes of Bly Manor. Sean, I will open it up to you. What's a, what's a burning prediction or a theory that you got huh. for are questioning?
1: I did not put much
0: thought into this, mostly because I don't really know. But I have a
1: feeling that we are going to see the guy that is on, that was on the parapet and disappeared mm-hmm. because his IMDB says... He's going to be in nine episodes, so okay. I expect to see him in next episode, but,
0: um... Who is he? I, that's he the thing.
1: I have no idea, because that section of the house was closed off, so I don't mm-hmm. really know. Nobody else... Like, Danny brought it up at the the supper table, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Danny brought it up. Like, she's like, uh, I saw someone up there, and everybody was like, uh, uh girl, I think you were just seeing things. And then, um, I, I don't know. I didn't put much thought into this because I Mm -hmm. just don't know. I, I think Mrs. Gross is going to end up being like an enemy of some sort. Oh, I, she, something is just off about her. She doesn't seem
0: like a good person. Mrs. Ghost. Mrs. Toast, Mrs. Toast post in the cafeteria. I, I, I don't get enemy vibes, but I think that's a really inter that would be really interesting if she's like direct opposition to Danny for some reason or another. Like, do you think she has malicious intent, or do you think she's just like, I don't want you trying to take the role of this person that I cared about in the past. Like, I don't, I don't want you to supplant her because she. She was a big friend of yeah Jessel.
1: I f- I feel like she might want to be what Danny is doing, like mm. nanny kind of, maybe like some jealousy involved there, but maybe I think the <laughs> Scooby-Doo and gang is gonna come in, and then they're gonna rip a mask off of Owen's face and it's going to turn out to be a ghost and then he's going to Owen?
0: Owen's a ghost? Yeah,
1: and then he's going no. to get taken away and then he's going to go, I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids.
0: But how can a ghost be a chef?
1: Have you ever seen Casper?
0: Casper's not a chef, but he is Casper in a commercial where he's like, five I, got corn, <laughs> I got caramel corn, I got kettle corn, I got <laughs> butter corn. Uh, oh. Casper, the, the friendly... F- freaking ghost. Let me um, hear one of yours. If you haven't. Uh, gross is not a human, but I... I want to say... Why that, is like, she not eating? Yeah, exactly. Because she doesn't need to eat. Because she can't <laughs> eat. Because it would just fall through her. Oh, man. And then Danny would be like, what the heck? <laughs> um, I, um, are the kids ghosts? No...
1: They're definitely in touch with the supernatural.
0: Yeah, I mean, kids usually are in like horror things, but like, in what way do you think? I I, I'm I'm thinking all of the effigies that that she was making were definitely all of um, all of their previous, uh, previous nanny. Maybe the previous nanny was like teaching them like occult stuff and was just like, like ghosts it. are real, <laughs> and then she died, and it's like if ghosts are real then you'll come back to us that would be pretty cool Um, I just think Flora really really liked her or was a big fan of her and I think Flora is probably going to be Flora and Miles are probably going to be the biggest opposition to Danny I I think they they try to they probably try to kill her a time or two in this situation but I really don't know anything about like what to think about Peter if he's real or if he's fake or not
1: I liked your prediction some uh, your, your theory earlier about um Danny and running from the US because of her reflection mm-hmm, ghost mm-hmm. um I I thought that that was kind of interesting to think about because yeah what would uh, running away, like, how would that help? Did something happen in the U.S.? Will we get a flashback? Absolutely. Um. Maybe we'll see, like, an origin story of where her reflection's coming from. Because there was a couple scenes where, like, Flora would be staring in the distance when she mm-hmm. was just talking to Danny. And then yeah. Danny would, like, look behind her. It's Because it's almost as if Flora's seeing the same thing. Because yes. cause Liz mentioned this, I, I've only seen one episode of Haunting of Hill House, but um, Liz said in Haunting of Hill House, there was a lot that would be going on in the background, and you would have to like kind of focus on the background at mm-hmm. some points, mm-hmm. and it was kind of the same with this, yeah. but um, uh, when, before Danny got locked in the closet, she was going to Flora's room, and she was talking to Flora, and you could see into the bathroom whenever the camera was looking at Danny. Yeah. And there was a mirror you could see. It was almost as if Flora was looking in the mirror at the ghost, but she wasn't scared.
0: True. True. I I, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe she wasn't seeing that. There, There's, there's something there. I, I don't know if it's just like... Because I, I I think if I recall in Haunting of Hill House it was like the previous family or something so it could just be like
1: that's what I a, was thinking yeah. a
0: similar situation where it's just the people that used to live there that something happened they died in some strange way and they haunt the house which I really hope it's not that because that's pretty boring and cliche a a in a way um, absolutely but. I, I do I will admit the, the the thing that I said about her about the ghost or whatever that she sees in the mirror coming, following her from America, I I didn't come up with that I I, I watched a recap of the episode and it was noted there, I, other ideas that they pose which I think are pretty interesting is that like, it was a hit and run situation where Danny hit a person with her car and the big glowing eyes are like the, the, front like the front high beams on yeah. a car and that she like hit a person and then ran to England to like escape going to jail or something crazy like that. I think that would be pretty cool. Um but again, we really don't know a lot about that other than just it's something that she's very very afraid of and something about mirrors triggers her, which I mean car mirrors and she sees it in a car window reflection, so I don't think it's too far-fetched to, to think that that might be it. Hmm. Yeah, but Lady of the Lake's going to come out, lie Urena, and she's going to be like, I'm going to take you to the bottom of the lake, Danny, and then we're going to all drown together because down here we all float or whatever. You'll float too. It's our time down here. Uh, under the sea. Uh, yes, under the under The pond. The pond. I'll, all I think is that I think the rest of the season is going to be perfectly splendid, and that's that's <laughs> my, my prediction. Yes, um, that's all try, I get. Trying to think if I got If I can scrape the scrape the barrel. Um, I uh, heard I've heard a lot that this is a this is a romance. So. Oh
1: yeah, I heard. I, I read know. something on Twitter. I I I. I don't know if I should repeat it. Nah, if but, it's a spoiler,
0: uh, sp- if it's in a, if it's a blatant spoiler, don't say it. But if it's something goofy, then go ahead. It's a spoiler. I, I won't. I won't say it. <laughs> Much like the Fifth Harmony song, maybe Danny will be in love with a monster. I'm friends with the monster that's on my bed. And she is a faceless three-inch <laughs> doll. Uh, that's that's all I have too.
1: Let's kick it. Let's kick it. Our final segment of this podcast. We like to decide whether this show is crash landing or ready for takeoff. Crash landing meaning this show is going nowhere. It's it tried, it did its best did not produce, though. Ready for takeoff, meaning this is a good show. It's got a following. Can win an award or two. It's going places. John, I think I can speak for the both of us that this show is ready for takeoff. Mm-hmm. I like it very much. Uh, I'm going to keep watching when I have time. Um, maybe uh, I'm probably going to watch a lot Sunday, because Sunday is like my day off. Yeah. um I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I think that I, I'm confident. I will be very surprised if this show doesn't get one or two more. Not this sh- this show, but like not this. The this, series. The yeah, of- it'll get. I think it'll get one or two more.
0: Anthologies.
1: Anthologies, but looking forward
0: to it. Sure, uh, I, I'm in full agreement. It's a clear for takeoff. Um, I don't know if. Like, it's been a while since I've seen the first episode of Haunting of Hill House, but there was definitely, like, a a tighter sense of dread, and you saw a little bit more in that first episode, for for Hill House, I mean, as opposed to Bly. Um, but again, all that, that creepy feeling that you got from Bly, which might just be predicated on the previous season and people thinking about that season while they're watching it, um, I think it's certainly good. I, I have heard... That in general people prefer the first season but yes I'm also going to watch it uh, Kristen is very was very into the first season um, so we're gonna be we're gonna be putting it on and seeing what happens with these characters but I think they did a good job here uh, and I wouldn't of course be surprised if in another year and a half or two years they p- throw out another anthology it, it has to be another house thing Themed thing, so or maybe, does it or it does? I mean, it doesn't, it, but maybe it's a haunted hotel next time, and that would be pretty cool. A and haunted a holidays Inn. In. The holiday, the haunted Holiday Inn. <laughs> that's that's what I'm talking about. So here's to that season three, the haunted holiday, the haunting of Holiday Inn. Um, might be pretty spicy, but good stuff here, uh, and I think you all should uh, should go watch it. Heck yeah. Okay, well, then uh, why don't we wrap up this show and uh, move uh, move things along. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of the Pilot's Guide podcast. Uh, we much appreciate you coming along with us for this uh, spooky season as we've had a couple different scary or not-so-scary shows um, to get you through that holiday, that, uh, that Halloween holiday into thanksgiving time um if you again if you'd like to connect with us you can send us a tweet at pilotsguidepod or connect with us via our email pilotsguidepod at gmail.com uh we appreciate all of the listens on all of the shows go back and listen to hill house if you haven't already um and just you know give us a lot of love on the uh, on those five star ratings and reviews uh thank you angelo and andrew our producers and emily our artist if you would like to buy merch with the pilot's guide insignia on it you could go to our red bubble backslash b-a-r-b-e-e-m-i barba Emmy. it is linked in the description there's a lot of cool stuff you get a sticker or even like a clock or or a, a shirt but not a sash I need we're, I need a clock. we're still working on the sashes um yes yeah, sean's gonna get a clock and it's gonna be dope as hell because the the, you know, the time going to point to Pilots' Guide O'Clock all the time. Hell yeah. Uh, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Any any words of wisdom for, for the listeners as we prepare to land this plane?
1: I would like to thank everybody mm-hmm. for doing their civic duty, hopefully. Yeah. I am going to change up the shower thought, though, now. Okay. S- since. It's time. Since. So you will be listening to this after the election, mm-hmm. and I know I know it's been a while since this happened. Sure, but dude, that World Series Game Six was a disgrace. Oh, baseball talk! I have never been more mad at a coach that isn't my team's coach. I was so mad at Kevin Cash, I wanted to rip his hair out. <sighs> Yeah. Oh my God, I felt let's so be, I felt so bad for Blake Snell.
0: Let's be fair. Yes, while well, Snell was on fire, and you now you have to you have to use your gut. He this is what Kevin Cash did all season long. Pull his starters early because he didn't. You know, and it doesn't. I, matter I understand, understand that they here. had an amazing bullpen. It's true. It's true. And I thought Anderson was a better pitcher in the postseason than he has been. Uh, but he was apparently the bad choice to put in because he gave up the two runs that gave the Dodgers the lead and ultimately the game. But I look.
1: I what, give, what would I give you two, have done? I could
0: give two beliefs. Well, I, of course you gotta you gotta let Snell continue to pitch because he's had he has nine strikeouts and five and a third. But I only care about one sport and it's basketball. And my Sixers, Hell yeah. our Sixers, did the deal with Daryl Morey and now. The future is a little bit brighter than it was yesterday. So, little sports talk here. I'm. I don't really care too much. I love. I wanted the race to win. I love G Man Choi. But the big guy. I think Justin Turner is is stupid because of what he did. But I, I, wanna, I don't want to. I don't want to talk anymore about.
1: Yeah.
0: Co COVID. I don't want to talk about COVID.
1: Let's just leave it at that.
0: Sean, where are we landing this plane today? We're landing to get some French gabagool. gonna get some gabadil. Yes, we gotta land. Where we gotta go? Venice, Italy. Venice. Are we gonna land in the uh, the waterways? In the canal. Take us down. (gasps) And we're in Venice now. Thank you. Crash. We made it. In the water with the dolphins (laughs) and the gondolas. And And the Gabagool. Trash. But most importantly, the Gabagool. We got the Gabagool. Uh, When you're heading out today, grab yourself a tiny tequila and a bag of mixed nuts. Don't eat all the mixed nuts, though, because you're going (laughs) to need space for the Gabagool. (laughs) Grab a cannoli. Grab some prosciutto. Yes. Some. Making me hungry, John. Some gnocchi. (laughs) Some rotini some wheels some, some wheels with <laughs> butter baby go get some wheels with butter we'll be right here in the canal with the dolphins in ready for to him. take you on our next trip but until then this has been another episode of the Pilot's Guide podcast and as we say in every single episode go now enjoy is when you may feel free slow. <laughs> what? what? go enjoy your schlava get that schlava and feel please feel free to rumble about decades <laughs> until next time folks uh, we don't know what show we're going to watch next week but we will we'll figure it out tell you when it's up <laughs> bye bye okay.